What's up, podcasters? It's Julie's story. Welcome back to another episode of my podcast. This is the place where I tell you stories about my life. I invite you into my world and hopefully make yours a little bit better. So if you've been following along, you know what's going on at my house. There's tidying happening. It's like an explosion going on here. My kids came back from hanging out at their dad's house and they walked in and they're like, what is going on? And I was like, I was hesitant to tell them because... I wanted to wait till Andre got home. I wanted to like prep and you know, there's like strategy and parenting, the strategy and delivering not um, maybe information that your kids would perceive as not so great to them. So it was like very strategic and I thought, I'm gonna wait till Andre gets home so that the kids don't hear from me. We are cleaning the whole house. This word, it's like the C word, like my kids hate this word. They don't want to have anything to do with cleaning or so I was, I was just thinking, I am not going to launch our new life and our new world. And by the way, my washing machine is running and it's being ultra loud right now. So if you hear that sound, that's what it is. Keeping it real over here. There's laundry happening because in the middle of tidying, an amazing thing started to happen we started getting rid of so many clothes that I was able to do all of our laundry. Listen, every single piece of laundry that was dirty for an entire week in two loads of laundry. And half of those loads were like old, ugly towels and stuff that doesn't make me happy anymore. And I like got rid of it. So anyway, so when the kids came home in the house, they're used to the house generally being put together because I just feel like when everything is a mess, it like causes me to feel really anxious. Are you like that? Like when you see stuff out, it's just like, oh my gosh, like there's so much to do. So they came in and Andre ended up coming home and I just said, Andre, (laughs) this is so funny. I said, Andre, I said, hey, um," and I said it in like a way. I said it like this. I said, hey babe like I was thinking that we could just like watch some Netflix together and when I say stuff like that my husband immediately knows there's we're on a mission and he he connected us he's like yeah we should definitely watch some Netflix and Lele stopped us and she's like what is going on why are you being so weird right now like what is happening and I said oh no it's fine we're just gonna watch Netflix so we sit the kids down and we just put on tidying up we just put it on and they watched the whole episode and after that that she was done after it was done Laylee says is this what we're doing is this why the house looks like this and I was like yeah we're just gonna be tidying and she's like mom I hate cleaning and I said no 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 we're not cleaning it's the c-word like we're not cleaning we are tidying it's totally different this is a completely different thing than cleaning this is tidying so she immediately goes to her room. Laylee goes to her room and she starts tidying her whole room. And like like an hour later, she has like bags of stuff she's getting rid of. And we have been watching an episode every night. So the kids, every day, like the kids come home from school and they're like, they want to relax a little bit before start, starting their homework. So we're watching this show and I just, my whole house is an absolute like disaster, but I'm so happy because everything is coming out. Everything is getting touched. Everything's getting looked at. So that is what I've been doing. If you haven't watched it, oh my gosh, just watch it. 
And if you're at that point in your life where you feel like, hey, I want to do something different. I want to make a change. I would have never been able to do this had I not had, I guess, a vision, right? Like if you don't have a vision for where you're going, you're just going to be wandering around. And for so long, like, I don't know about you, my like bathroom or like medicine cabinets, it's just like stuff just falls out. Like there's so much stuff. And I realized last night as I got everything from like our my bathroom and the kids bathroom and I just put it in laundry baskets to like go through everything there was like probably six different like children's like Tylenol or Advil that had been expired even that I was thinking oh my gosh this just would have sat in there until we moved again like this is crazy so it feels so nice just like open up the cabinet to like put away toiletries and things like that and nothing is falling out and exploding. Like everything is in there and everything is making me happy to just like open up. So amazing. I'm just, it's, and what's so interesting, what's happening right now in our life, just gonna keep it real. The things that are happening in our house is also happening to us emotionally. And this is, this started, you know, a couple weeks ago, months ago. I remember talking about how, you know, you, I talked on the podcast about using what you have in your own house and like re-looking at and reevaluating what's in your, like what's in your space and realizing that there were things that I had out or things that I was just doing because it was a habit. It wasn't adding to my life. I was just doing them to do them and it wasn't serving me at all. And so going through this process has made me address like all these emotional things and also at the same time, I've like slowed down a little bit in my like entrepreneur world just to reevaluate some things. And oh my gosh, it's been so amazing. Like I just cannot even like it has been the most productive week that I have done, had been a part of in probably a good three years. Like this week has been so mind-blowing and like God has just led me on this journey of discovering like more of myself and more of my heart and is just leading me to realize oh my gosh like I want to do I want to help lead other entrepreneurial women through this as well like I want to help lead other women to discovering more of their purpose because this is what's crazy being an entrepreneur what happens and I feel like in working with women for seven years entrepreneurs like doing this every single day for seven years working with the most extraordinary women ever what happens in our world as women as kites as all these amazing things that we are as entrepreneurs is we have something that we love to do and passionate about so let's say we'll just use photographers as an example so photographers are these amazing people that love to capture stories visually so they like want to start a business and they're like, oh my gosh, I want to start a business. And they pick up their camera and they start shooting. And the first thing they do is like, they try and just, they try and just book jobs. Like they're just trying to hustle and get out there and like respect the hustle like crazy. But what happens is that in a business and a brand, there's not a foundation that's laid that anchors on your purpose. And so what happens is a few years down the road after they're hustling or they're booking these jobs, like they might have booked 50% of their clients that are not, they're not the people they're supposed to be serving. I just going to be really honest. Um, I've done this before in my business and I love people and like I, I have prayed every single one of my clients in 
And and in that, I didn't like take into account that even though like we we can pray and ask for something, we can still like ask God for like discernment. Like, so I'm asking for clients, but I can use my own discernment, my own prophetic gifts to to like co-join with God, like co-labor with God to say, is this the right timing for this person to work with me? Is this the right person to be working with me? Like I never really did that. And so I found like in my business, even though I love the people that I worked with and I had, you know, like I just made the best of it. And like, I just want to be like the most optimistic person ever. And like, I never want to talk anything but great things about people. There were certain situations that I found myself in that were not a good fit for me and my life. And I realized that there were definitely places in in my own process and in my own business where I rushed ahead and didn't put up great boundaries between me and potentially working with somebody because I just was like, I love people so much. Everyone's amazing, but everyone is not ready. Okay, let's just... Let's just call space spade. Everybody is not ready for you and your journey. And that includes friendships. And that includes like close relationships. Like there's some people that aren't ready for you and they will never be ready for you, boo. Like let them go. It's totally okay to like say, you know, I love you. I bless you. I have nothing against you. But like you're going to take your your ness <laughs> take your and you whatever is going on in your world in your island and it's okay that your island and my island don't have a bridge to each other like we can wave like and I will like celebrate the heck out of you over there but like in my space in my world in my business it's not a good like connection and that's hard sometimes like it's hard when you are growing, you're hustling, it is hard. And what I have found that's made it really hard is when you are connected to scarcity and fear in your brand and in your business. Um, raising my hand because I have been there. And I've been there to the point where I... Um, didn't mean to do this even after four years of getting a degree in Christian leadership I am not too safe to admit this like I am not I have not arrived and even with my connection with God like he knows he knows where I'm at like I can't fake the funk so I just would rather talk about it because I feel like it would help like to bring it out into the light but I had moments where I um I didn't let Jesus take the wheel. Um, I took the wheel back from Jesus. Like, I was not, you know, carry up in here like, oh, Jesus, take the wheel. No, I was like, Jesus, um, so you're not, you're not leading in the direction that I think me and my limited grain of sand wisdom that I think that I should go. So I'm going to help drive. So what happens, um when when i started driving is uh we we drove off several cliffs um thankfully you know there there was help um <laughs> via god being a gracious father but what also happened when i took the wheel and was driving my own like world essentially was i lost track of the prophetic map and started going in directions called 
I am terrified at my financial situation. So I'm going to do a whole heck of a lot of freaking out right now. And instead of like being a child of God and like um, saying, hey, I need help, God. I just had a lot of temper tantrums on the floor. (laughs) That's just what happened. And a business doesn't really thrive when that's going. Like if the business owner is on the floor having an emotional like uh, temper tantrum and like when the entrepreneur babe is like aligned with the system of the world and trying to strive, like here's the deal. Um, Adam and Eve made some interesting choices in their life and um, you know, they had... They had the choice to make those things because God is a God of choices, right? So he put two trees in the garden for a reason. He gave them the choice because love never controls. So whenever control enters our world, we can very uh, easily determine that we are no longer functioning under love. We're functioning under fear. So they made this choice to say, I'm going to align with a different system, a different government than God. And God came in and said, "Um, those choices are now going to produce something in your life. And that production was awful. So like Adam had to like toil and strive and like God literally said, the earth's going to fight you, bro. Like now you're underneath the earth system. Let me let me tell you what the earth government is like. It's called working yourself to the bone and struggling a a heck of a lot. It's just struggle city. So essentially Adam's like, oh, great, now I'm in struggle city. And then with Eve, he's like, put this desire in women, which is beautiful and amazing, to mother and nurture. And then then he says, what it looks like to be underneath the world's government, Eve, is you're going to have struggle city birthing. And, like, I don't know about you, but, like, as a woman, I don't want to have struggle birthing. Like, that's not the system that I want to have. And so when Jesus came in, he came in to take those curses off, saying, I'm coming in. We're going to repair and allow you to enter a different government. I'm telling you all this because I, like, had this revelation that there are times and parts of my business that I've run underneath a different government. Like, I've run it underneath at times the earth's government and I realized in my life and in my journey and like God was even showing me this week he connected the dots I don't know if you've ever seen Wreck-It Ralph he like showed me prophetically (laughs) God speaks to me in really fun and playful ways my name literally means childlike so when God speaks to me in these ways it's very playful and I think that's one of the reasons why I'm playful sidebar when I was in college I was in the community of people that were deaf um there was like a small community of um friends of mine that were hard of hearing or they they couldn't hear entirely and so i'm i was friends with them and they're just amazing people and i learned so much like i learned so much from them i learned so much from them but i also started to learn sign language and they gave me my sign name which is a really big deal to me since then i i learned that like you you can't you can't get your sign language name from somebody who is able to hear. You get it from somebody who isn't able to hear. And so they gave me my sign name. And my sign name was actually the, the sign for playful. But you incorporate a J into it. So I was like, wow, it's so, so like cool to see this showing up in my life. So um, 
this moment, this week for me and like God connecting these pieces was like, you know, that moment at the end of Wreck-It Ralph where Penelope Von Sweets, she was like a glitch and like, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Wreck-It Ralph, like, you know, fast forward for the next 30 to 45 seconds. So Penelope is actually a princess in the story, but she doesn't know she's a princess because she's been disconnected. Catch this, catch this prophetic reference. She's been disconnected from identity in the story, right? And she, her identity is hidden from her because the evil guy went in there and recoded her, um, her pixels essentially. So at the end of the story, she gets re-acclimated, re-synergized with her identity. I know, like this is, <laughs> I hope this is making you smile right now. I hope you can like start to see prophetic in like Disney movies. Don't even get me started on Lion King. Lion King and even Andre, Andre still can't watch that story without crying. We're going to be those people when Lion King comes out. And first of all, we're probably going to see it like 10 times in the theater. We're going to be those people that are crying because, you know, we've already cried when Mufasa died. Spoiler. Anyway, so Vanellope gets re connected to identity and then everybody's like oh my gosh and everything works and like the whole entire game goes back to its original intent once that um once that crossing over the finish line happens all that is cool so i'm like learning about myself and like my journey and my story with god and he like showing me this picture of like oh this is a moment where you're getting reconnected with like the source essentially and like I had this moment sitting and talking to Andre this week and we realized there was there was a trauma that happened in our life early on in our marriage that that was kind of like a seed I guess I was planted if you will like a seed in our hearts that we didn't realize like we didn't realize this was in us and we have seen this seed grow and what happened was what happened was um it was not a good seed just throwing that out there and what what would happen is we were we were getting fruit from this this tree that was in us and it was rotten and so we would go to like try and fix the problem and we'd get our little clippers out there and we just started like pruning the tree and so that doesn't work in our life like the tree will still produce like I feel like if you when you prune the tree it's only going to produce more fruit instead of like I don't know digging down with like a huge like scoopy it's not a scoopy it's like a truck or something I can't even think of the word right now the big truck things that like go into the ground and they're like scoop up stuff it's like I don't know I'm gonna start a merch I'm just gonna put like scoopy on there and like because I can't think of the name of the truck that like digs underneath. Gosh, it's like crazy. Anyway, so realizing that and like we're uprooting trees and like just just reconnecting with God with that time and that space and that trauma. And we just like both were like acknowledging and realizing, oh my gosh, like this is this was in us and like take a responsibility for our part in our marriage and our part with each other and it was a really beautiful thing it wasn't like a traumatic conversation and nobody was mad and nobody was upset and there wasn't any yelling it was just talking out like oh my gosh like we we both let this thing grow and like I just talked about my part like I let this thing grow in our life and like repenting and then having a moment with God later on alone and just acknowledging and saying hey this this was in me and repenting not from a place of shame but just 
acknowledging my thoughts over repenting is turning your mind back. So just turning my mind back to what's really true. And it was just like, oh my gosh, this is like awesome. And after that happened, like a few other things happened that God was like showing, hey, so um, this is an area of your life that you were like holding hands and you were in alignment with a different government than mine. And so it was producing a lot of stress in your life and a lot of striving. And that doesn't do anything but take like, oh my gosh, like I've listened to people talk about the kingdom and like coming to alignment with God, but there's something about this week and something about the positioning this week and something about all these things that just connected. And it was just time, like there's just a synergy and like just something got clicked back into alignment in my heart. And it feels so like, I just, Oh, it feels so, it feels so good. And I realized that God's been like leading me in all these little areas and like helping me see and understand who I am and who he's made me to be. And I realized I have been wanting to have verbiage and language for how I want to serve women. And I really, I've really struggled with my own. Like it is so easy for me to, to see in someone else's life, to see in a woman's life, their, their past, their present and prophetically their future to see what they can become. But I, it's been really difficult for me to do that for myself. Like, and I've always said this, like, it never ceases to amaze me how God has positioned me with a heart for women. And he's also given me this amazing ability to be a dreamer and grab these ideas. Like I can sit down with somebody and like listen to them for five minutes and have idea after idea after idea for them that literally changes their business. Like I can't even tell you how many times this has happened where I've had conversations and it's just me flowing in me. Like it's not striving. It's just, it's that thing. And like, I realized that, gosh, my washer is going to come and interrupt this conversation. So I'm going to pause this real quick. Take a moment to listen to our sponsors while I stop. You know when your washer gets like wonky for a second and it's like out of balance? We're going to get the, even the washer back in balance up in here. That's what we're going to do. So I'll be right back. And now we're back. I, I shut up. And that's not even the devil. That's just poor planning. I didn't. Somebody needed to hear that. Somebody needed to hear that it's not always the devil. Sometimes it's our our own poor planning. So God was synergizing me as Vanellope Bon Suites back into alignment and just just helping me realize what's been going on inside of me. And it's been such a struggle. Like so much has happened um, in my own life and just dealing with some religiousness in me and uh it's been really a challenge to get to this place and I think that I mean I haven't even processed it all yet I haven't even processed this whole like last year but I have been really just angry with God and really struggled for a long time just to like have a conversation with him because I was seeing him through I was seeing him through a lens that this tree that I was talking about that needed to be uprooted had produced. And so I was looking at some negative fruit that was a result of my choices and my own agreements or lack of agreement with him and feeling like, what are you doing? You're not 
like, are you not the God that I thought that you were? And really, it was just me wearing a really crappy pair of lenses that had a lot of crap on them. And so acknowledging that and realizing and looking back after the lenses are off, you know, looking back at the past few years and seeing, I thought this was you that was bringing these things into my life, God, but really it was this this tree that was watering. And like, I use tree just because I don't know that we're ready. I mean, like, I just try and like respect Audrey too. Like Audrey sometimes has no idea what I'm talking about on these podcasts. So maybe we'll come on here and talk about the tree together. Um, and it's nothing like, it's nothing that bad, but I just want to like make sure that he's okay with like me sharing um, that because it did, did involve both of us. But um, it's it's amazing when you have that happening and like God begins to show you like, oh, this is this is who you are and this is what you're made for. And like, I have, like I said, really struggled with giving myself language to say, what is it that I do? I mean, yes, I work in branding and yes, I've worked with women and I work in writing and I, I love communication, all these things, but it gets, it gets really, um, frustrating when you can't describe or you can't just succinctly put your purpose into language and for the last few years or I mean last seven years I've been living out my purpose but I haven't been able to realize like what it was specifically I would get pieces of it and going through this this house and looking at paper because paper is the second when it goes clothing books paper so paper's the third thing that you like tidy in your house, according to Marie's system. Um, or I think it's actually a different name. There's like a system. I can't remember what it's called at this time, but cleaning, tidying, not, not the C word, cleaning my house, tidying my house has led me to realize so much about myself. Like, oh my gosh. So I got to the paper section and I have a thousand different journals and all these little things that I've, I've even created worksheets for myself, productivity worksheets that I created because I needed them. And I gave them for free to my Lost Girl Society this week because I want to help other women be able to like get their ideas into a organized, beautiful space. So those are in there. Um, if you want to hang out in the Lost Girl Society on Facebook, just type in the Lost Girl Society and we'll pop up and I'll get you in there and then you can get these free worksheets. But there's all these worksheets that build on each other. So you're looking at your like your most desired outcome and then the purpose of your outcome because everything that we do, if we have a deep-rooted reason, it's going to help us stay connected to it and stay excited about it and keep us driven with our purpose. So on these little worksheets, I found while tidying up my papers, I found all these little breadcrumbs that were in alignment with me and who I am and what I'm about. And like, I don't know where you're at in your journey of like discovering your purpose and discovering more about yourself, but I know that a lot of entrepreneurs have struggled with finding their purpose or their why, that's another, you know, way to describe it inside of 
the what it is that they're doing. And they've even struggled with really clearly identifying their who and who they want to be working with and who they're made to serve. Like I really believe that God put his dreams and ideas inside of us to serve the people around us. But he he fashioned us in such a way to serve very specific people for a really specific purpose. And I think that as soon as we find out who those people are, it is a lot easier for us to discover what we are called or made to do for them. And I don't even want to like, I feel like called is maybe a a word that might get people stuck. And let me tell you about my stuck journey. I, um, I really resonate with helping women become. And I, you know, I do that for entrepreneur women. Like that is who, like I am called to the marketplace. I'm called. And what I mean by called is I find amazing, like satisfaction and fulfillment from working with entrepreneur women. Like it makes me so excited. And so there's an unction, a leading inside of me, like my soul resonates with that. And I feel like sometimes as, as Christians, like we've, we've heard a lot of different um, language being used that sometimes gets us stuck because we don't even know what that means. What does it mean to be called to something? It's hard for people to understand. But one thing that really got me stuck, this, and I hope that this unlocks something in you right now, a word that has had me stuck for probably seven years is the word destiny because i feel i feel like i want to help women become and in that the word destiny has gotten thrown around a whole lot in other people trying to lead me and destiny has become this arbitrary intangible word that people throw around all the time and it's definitely something that we've heard in fairy tales and you know in in culture of like oh i want to reach my destiny and yesterday or a couple yeah yesterday i sat down with this word to wrestle this word out because i've been so frustrated because i felt like I'm not going to reach my destiny. I don't know what my destiny is. I don't, like my greatest fear is not reaching my destiny. And so I sat down and actually looked up the definition of the word destiny. The definition of the word destiny is something that will happen. That is the definition of the word destiny. So literally the meaning is something that will happen. So we will all reach destiny. Because destiny will happen. It's not dependent on our choices. It's not dependent on personalities. It's not dependent upon our life actions. It means it will happen. So you're already in your destiny. Because right now, you're doing something that will happen. Like So I was like, oh my gosh. I felt so free. Like I want to talk about this so much. Because I'm just like, people that love God and want to lead. And like I don't want to like, even it's hard for me to even use the word Christian, although I just did because Christian means so many different things for so many people, people that love God and that believe what God has said to be true. They use this word, like it's connected with God. Like, and it is because God has decided there are certain things that will happen. Like you were 
destiny. You were born. It did happen. Something that will happen. You happened. Um, But there's a lot of people that throw this word around and it causes so much confusion because it feels completely unreachable. It feels like, well, what is my destiny? Well, how do I figure out what my destiny is? How do I? And it's like, that's not even on the table. Like what's on the table is that you exist right now. So that's done. So move on from the word destiny and just say, cool, I'm in my destiny right now. But what I realized, like what I want to do is I want to help entrepreneur women book their ideal client and like book out their entire year, like book out as many ideal clients as they want, as many as they can take. And I do that and I have done that in a lot of different ways for people through ideas and innovation and being a lateral thinker because that's what God's birth in me is to be able to to see and know somebody and get to know somebody and help show them this is who you are what you're about but like what makes me excited like why I do that is because I want to help women discover their purpose so that they can unlock the possibilities in their life because once we as women understand what our purpose is the possibilities and the way that we can um, ec- you know, execute those ideas and execute those innovations are absolutely endless. Because once we're flowing in our purpose, then we have absolutely unlimited amount of potential and potential possibilities that we can touch and that we can um, tap into. And I absolutely love that. And it's been so hard for me to articulate. And I wrestled a long time to be able to put that into words because I want to help women become everything that they were made to be. But that's so, um, that's so, it's so big and it feels almost ambiguous. It feels like destiny, like that destiny word. But really what I want to do is I want to help women discover their purpose and inside of every entrepreneur woman, every woman has a has a purpose that she's either discovered or not. But when you tap into and you discover that about yourself, you then can move and think and flow differently. And you can then see where God has strategically set you up. And I feel like God has given me keys to unlock women in their possibilities. And I have so many different ways that I can do that, like what it is that I actually do for entrepreneur women. There's so many different ways I can do that. But it is so important and so relevant for us to figure out like what we're about and like what we're made for and to sit with ourselves and to to do to do the discovery. It's not even work. It feels like it feels like in a beautiful um unveiling like almost like a bride or like like a woman that is getting ready in her boudoir area and she steps out and into into the world um fully fashioned and fully um aware of her greatness and definitely being an entrepreneur woman myself like I've had times in my journey where I felt like I was not aware of my greatness I was not aware of who I was and whose I was and there was so much like insecurity that came into my brand and insecurity breeds like fear and all these other things that don't add to our lives so when women would come into my sphere and come into like working with me that weren't 
necessarily a great fit or I didn't I didn't realize how to even understand if they were a great fit or if they were a great fit for me or if I was the right person to serve them well um there was so much like insecurity and anxiety that I couldn't put up like boundaries and um that meant if I didn't have boundaries for people that were not meant to work with me then I definitely didn't understand how to open the door fully for women that were and it, that kind of stuff in our brands and what we're working towards, like it can cause a lot of issues. And particularly when you have bad trees growing in your garden. Like, let's just throw that out. And I realized like going through my clothes, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I've had all these trees that were not supposed to be in my garden. And I think sometimes that like if we don't want, like we don't want to, de- like we don't want to deal with us or we don't want to deal with our stuff because we're so afraid of what we're going to find. And we're so afraid of like the fear and condemnation and shame that can come along with like looking at ourselves in the mirror, like emotionally naked. We don't, we don't even want to go to those places because we're so afraid of the hate or shame that has come and hung out with us for so long like that is a real thing and it's a real thing to like it's a real wrestle to deal with that stuff and what happens in our life when we don't deal with it is we show up in our business we show up in our relationships we show up as a mom we show up as a wife we show up to our dreams as a different woman than what it needs like our dreams need us to show up they will not just happen They will not just happen. Like they're on the inside of us for a reason because we have to co-labor to get them out. Like if we don't start pushing the baby out, like we're going to die. Like that baby needs to come out or it's going to outgrow us in us and it's going to cause us a lot of problems. It's going to cause other organs to shut down. Like we need, when it's time, we need to birth that baby out. And you know what? I'm showing up as a midwife because There are dreams in so many different entrepreneur women that they haven't even shown up to because they don't even know what their purpose is and they don't even know what they're made to do and they don't even know what they're about and they don't even know who they are. And like, I get it. Like I understand, like I have walked this out. Like I've walked this out alone. I've walked this out with myself. I've walked this out trying to wrestle with God and with myself and with things that have happened in my life. Like I understand what it's like to go through crazy amounts of hell and struggle and, and rain and flooding and tsunami Jumanji seasons. Okay. I get it, but you don't have to do it alone. You don't have to do it without like leading and guiding because first of all, God's showing up. And second of all, it is not an accident that you are listening to this right now. I know enough, especially now, I know enough about God's strategic positioning people in other people's lives. I promise you it is not an accident that you listen to this podcast. There is something here and I'm like, I'm showing up for it and I hope that you show up for it too. Like if that means you need to DM me, DM me. If that means you need to email me, email me. But I've got a key and I'm like, I feel like God's put keys in me and he's just like, okay, they're going to show up so you have a key and you're going to unlock them. And like, isn't that what we're made to do? Like, isn't that what we're all made to do? Like, we have things for each other. I told Laylee yesterday we went to Target because shout out Target. I mean, because isn't life goals, you just want to be able to go to Target and overspend and not even think about it. Life goals. Um, so we're at Target and we are looking for a Harry Potter backpack because we're in Harry Potter world right now. Laylee is. And so we're walking around and... 
on the drive back, we're having conversations about life. And one thing that's so important for me to give to my kids is the capacity to dream outside what's in front of them. Like, I want them to see beyond Florida. Like, I want them to see beyond, like, I'm in this school right now in this life. And, like, it's okay that they're there right now. But I want them to know as they grow up, like, their role as people is not to get married and have babies. Like, they can they can dream beyond that. And if they choose to not get married, that's cool. If they choose to get married, that's cool. If they choose to not have kids, that's cool. Like, it is cool to do what is inside of them. And that's awesome. So we're talking on the drive back and I was just talking to Laylee about like how intelligent she is and like I just have noticed in her she's extremely emotionally intelligent. Like this girl blows my mind with her emotional intelligence. She has tapped into something that oh my gosh I wish I wish I had that at 12 years old. I'm like, sometimes I just listen to her and I'm like, dang girl, you have an awareness. And I'm so dang proud of that. So I was talking to her about how intelligent she is and how, you know, she could one day, if she decides to go to college, she could go, you know, she go abroad, like go to France or go to London and, you know, do a semester abroad. And we were just talking about who she could become and what, what choices she could become. And she started talking to me about, me and she started saying you know mom like I'm so glad that you're my mom and I'm so glad that I have you because I know that other other kids don't have moms that talk to them like this and I told her I said I I was like I was given to you because I have something that you need I'm your mother because I have something that you need inside of me and God knew that you were going to need it and so he strategically set you up for greatness and like isn't that why we have the people in our life isn't that why God brings different people in our life isn't that why we have the kids that we do raise your hand like literally raise your hand right now in your kitchen if God has given you children that have revealed the weakness that you have in yourself um hello that's me like raise your hand if god has put people in your life your very very close life to help smooth your edges like raise your hand if there's a person or even your kids like sometimes our kids are strategically and intentionally a piece of sand in our clam that helps us develop another pearl in our life right like and even our spouses too is like (sighs) there are things and I feel like I'm just Andre's not this for me (laughs) he is he's been so great like and I'm I'm not even just trying to say that to be nice so that like because like I'm I'm a good woman not a nice person let's talk about that for a second this is a tangent we decided last night we will no longer be using the word nice to describe people and the reason why is because you can have so much like evil in like somebody can have so much evil in their heart and they can treat people terribly and they can use and abuse people but they can show up to a cocktail party and be nice and call and somebody will call them oh he's a nice guy or he's a nice that like that's a nice woman but they can be terrible but you can never call somebody who is treating people awful good you can't. You can't say, oh, that's a good man if, you, if he's being crazy. Or that's a good woman if she's being crazy. So we don't call people nice anymore. We call them good. Oh, that's a good man. So I don't call my husband nice. I call him good. I call him, he's a good man. Because <clears throat> nice is like, 
doesn't again it's the language thing it's like destiny like oh get that out of your vocabulary like nice is for another thing to describe than people because think about it you're gonna think about now you're like who have i called nice who's actually like they don't actually treat people with kindness and they don't actually care about people but they just show up as nice in the room so they're like you know called a nice person in any case um we are showing up in our lives specifically and intentionally with purpose on purpose because we have something to give to other people and we have something to give to each other and sometimes the people in our life are there to teach us where we need to mature somebody need to hear that too like where do you need to mature in your life and where is your spouse or your kids bringing out your own immaturity and it is not their fault It is not their fault that you have a bad attitude or whatever. And it doesn't mean that you need to be perfect. It just means that if God's going to reveal something to you, then you need to deal with it. If he's going to bring it to your attention, then you need to deal with it. So I hope this has been helpful for you. Me processing my journey out loud with you. Giving as I go. Like I'm just throwing, like I got good seeds, so I'm just going to throw it. And you know what? One thing that I've learned, oh my gosh, that, 2018, oh, Lord Jesus, 2018. If I have learned anything from 2018, it is do not just take something that somebody says without applying your own intelligence, your own discernment, and your own prayer with it. Because sometimes people are throwing seeds that are not good. And you need to take your own discernment and your own gut check and apply that to different things that you hear I asked a question to, to a community recently because I'm developing, you know, different things and I have questions that are legal questions and I wondered, hey, does somebody else in my communities or in my sphere of, of influence, do they know the answer to this question? So I've been taking days and days and days to research a question. And so I posed it to a community and recently somebody answered the question and they answered it completely and totally false. I mean, it was in exact opposition to not only what I've read online, but also what I heard from an actual lawyer. And I was like, and it's involving like, you know, copywriting and business stuff like that. And I just thought, oh my goodness, had I just listened to what like somebody said, I would have been wandering down a road to craziness because that's not good. So apply your own discernment and your own gut check and your own like co-labor with God to understand if this is a good thing or a bad thing and trust he's going to give you revelation and discernment to sort that out. So even with this, do that in your life. So I hope this has been helpful for you. Give me some feedback if you have it. And I cannot wait to keep doing this with you. Like I just, I feel so honored to invite you into like my journey and like it's not always going to be together. Like there's going to be washers that are going and dogs that are barking, but why I leave that there instead of like polishing a podcast and doing and I, I might come to a point where I do more of that but right now I want to leave it raw because that is where I'm at and I would rather show up raw and say hey this is what's going on and let you guys in on all of that than to show up and say I've got it together look at my amazing eyebrows that I've done and they look great no it's just smoke and mirrors like I, I'm still struggle bust with my eyebrows I'm still trying to work that out. I, you know, I'm still, I'm in journey and I feel like not enough people showed up to me in journey. And so I was showing up 
a lot in my business and my own personal life trying to be completely and totally put together because I thought that was going to make me worthy. And it didn't. It made me a performer. And what's really hard about performing is that once you start the performance, you always got to show up with your makeup on. You always got to show up with a completely polished. And there's times for being really polished and there's times for like, you know, like you just, when you meet the queen of England, I always say this, when you meet the queen of England, like you go buy a new outfit, like you put, get your, you know, you get your nails done, like you show up and that's okay because that's, that's honoring a position. But if you feel like you have to show up and put on a performance all the time where you have to say, I have to be perfect. I have to have everything together because that's going to, you know, get me more. Um, it's not. And I can definitely tell you that. And I have all the receipts to prove it. So if you need proving, I can be that for you. Because it doesn't work. What works is showing up real and authentic. Because when you show up real and authentic, you're not trying to get something from someone. You're just trying to be and letting your being give. And doesn't that make us all better? And oh, by the way, I have services that I can give to women that are struggling in their businesses and in their brands. But first, before any of that happens, I want to show up as a friend. I want to show up as a person that is trustworthy and is saying, hey, you know what? You, you can see all the behind the scenes. There is nothing to hide here. This is not the yellow brick road and you're not going to come to Julie Oz and see a projection on a wall and wonder who's the person behind the curtain. That does not work. And neither does faking it till you're making it because eventually someone's going to find out where your fake is and it's going to hurt them like heck. Raising my hand, I have experienced that and it sucks. So the one thing I can say is like the more that you can show up real and authentic and the more that you can be in journey and the more that you can acknowledge the parts in your journey that even aren't pretty and, and where you feel comfortable to share that with people, it really does give something to people. So I hope that you're showing up and I hope that this gives so much to you that you feel so inspired to fully live out your purpose and have amazing possibilities completely unlocked to you so that you can live out you being you on purpose so so much love i can't wait to chat with you again i don't even know what's gonna happen in the next podcast but that's why we're here like flying by the seat of our pants so exciting we're all discovering together and i i'm so completely thrilled to do it with you so i can't wait to talk to you again and yes okay okay bye okay no really look this is bye no you hang up first okay all right bye